and welcome back to another episode of Who's Got Next Game. I'm one of your co-hosts, Connor. With me, as always, my two trusty co-hosts, Tyler and Charles. How are we doing today? We're good. We're good. We're, 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 we're all right. You know, yeah, we're, we're doing all right. Just want to say one thing. Uh, Zoom, get your fucking shit together because okay. all right. this is our thanks, second. Thanks, guys. No, this, no, this is our second time. I'm saying Zoom. Because, oh, Zoom. Okay. Uh, we already recorded about a good 15 minutes of this already. And uh, Zoom just decided to, uh, you know, die and yeah. on, die on tie. So thank you for that uh and yeah let's uh get into a bracket madness here there goes our sponsorship with zoom connor i don't even want them anyway they can, they can <laughs> fight me no i'm ready for i'm ready for bracket madness it's it's fun doing this um and i think it's gonna be cool uh we get to talk about a console that charles and i actually have a lot more familiarity in which is the playstation one um have a lot of good memories of playing it at aunts and uncles houses grandma and grandpa house um charles i know you had a playstation one that was in your family house so you actually owned one yep, yep. so yep. i i think it's just you know it's a unique console and it's going to be a unique bracket because connor doesn't have a lot of point of references for the playstation one barely i know some of these games on our list but most but i've i've barely played them if not you know played them at all so i i will be the neutral third party in most of this so mm-hmm. so just kind of going into the bracket itself um the way that we usually build it is all three of us make a top eights list however connor doesn't have a lot of information in regards to the playstation one so we agreed that he's kind of the neutral player so he's not gonna make a list um nope. that charles and i were gonna make our list then we make our top eight accordingly uh, a couple games didn't make it in, um, but for the most part, Charles and I kind of agreed that this was kind of a good list of a variety of different games between our lists, and we'll we'll see what moves ahead in the bracket. But just to kind of go through, I mean, our number one seed, uh, an obvious heavy hitter, is going to be Crash Bandicoot 2, the non-racing crash game. Um, it's one of the platformers. It's It's an iconic game. Going into our number eight seed, which is Tiger Woods, nineteen ninety nine. Twenty ninety nine. Yeah, twenty ninety nine. Our futuristic golf game. That'd actually be really cool if Tiger Woods released like futuristic golf. That would uh, actually be, be wild. That would be a sick game at that point. That would be that'd be so cool. Like it's you <laughs> hit. It's like Tron, where it's like he's in the, all the futuristic stuff, and you hit the ball, and like the line follows behind it. And oh, stuff. that'd be like fun. a tracer. Yeah. But uh, that'd be that would be that. cool. Yeah. Winner of that um, plays. So next game is going to be Tetris Plus versus Gran Turismo. Bracket two, three versus bracket six. Yep, three versus six. Four and five is Sled Storm versus Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo. I don't know who came up with that. I don't know. Some some weird some, some some nerd who really likes puzzle games. Guys. Uh, and the winner yes. of that will play Didn't number two seed. That time? That's I that's the joke. I do. Charles. That's the joke. So we're starting at the bottom. Face down, ass up. So, all right. So let's start with Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two versus Frogger. Oh, I think we're we know where this is going, but Frogger. Um, Classic arcade game that's yeah, you know, started off as an arcade one. cabinet 
1981, worked its way up to Frogger on PlayStation 1. Um, Ty, you were saying in the previous recording that the difference between this and previous versions of Frogger was different colored frogs Mm. and multiple different levels, correct? So there's 33 levels spread among nine zones. And so each of the zones is unique to, you know, different elements. So they have a lava element or there's some different element that, you know, you know, oh, you're actually, you know, you're not getting to the end of the map. You're trying to get to the center or, you know what I mean? There's, there's different elements that, that kind of evolve what Frogger is. Um, but that really, I mean, there is a multiplayer functionality, but it's just basically whoever can get their frogs across first. Yeah. Um, but another interesting variety in that Frogger is that it's a time limit. So you have X amount of time to get through the level or you lose a life. So it's not just, you know, you lose a life based on how many times you get killed. It's, you have your time. So you basically have as many lives as possible to get through the level. But once that time expires, then you actually lose the life. But, and then Tony Hawk pro skater two, I mean, with Tony Hawk Pro Skater, I mean, you have in the multiplayer function alone, you have horse, you have tag, you have just a bunch of different um, modes in multiplayer alone that, you know, just stick out. I mean, I can remember playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 and playing the tag mode because we both liked it. It was it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, like me, me and a couple of my friends, I would go to one of my buddy's house or we played at my cousin's house or whatever. But I would say between these two games, um, I think we can all agree that Frogger is the best game on this. <laughs> Unless I'm just tracking on the wrong play. No, I, no it's, I, it's definitely I, Tony Hawk. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely I mean, Tony Hawk. Unfortunately, you know, the recording got messed up before. Uh, we did discuss this one already, but I think the thing that Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 has over it's just it has multiplayer modes already built into it. Frogger is kind of more pass and play. And, yeah. you know, some people do like that. You know, sometimes the vibe when you're with people is, mm-hmm. you know, you want to play a single player game and pass it if you die or whatever, you know, kind of like what you would do with the Mario Bros. But I have played Tony Hawk Pro Skater, different versions of the game mm-hmm. and uh, not for PS1. But, you know, knowing what I know about that game you know you could play multiplayer and it just has more to do i think a theme that we have in all of these is what offers more and what what's going to be the best experience overall with a group of people and i just think you know as much as frogger is a classic and you know uh it's kind of timeless tony arc pro skater 2 is just something that i would want to play with my friends more than frog on the title of the game it says he's back frogger well wow you know if we were going off of uh (laughs) who came back (laughs) who came back yeah i mean probably frogger you know tony hawk didn't really have a comeback he just kind of maintained and then (laughs) he maintained and then retired uh so i i yeah i think yeah uh, no no doubter charles tony hawk pro skater 2 right yeah unanimous yeah 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 yeah, I mean, it had far better ratings across the board than Frogger. Mm. It got a 2 out of 10 with IGN. Tony Hawk got a 9.5 out of 10. 
but, uh, I mean, we even aren't rating, taking that. Yeah. yeah even even rating wise, collectively, that, like yeah. even just me being on, you know, on the couch with you guys and I pull out these two games. I mean, we're playing. Tony we're going to be drawn to Tony. Hawk. Eleven times out of ten, we're playing Tony Hawk. Yeah. yeah. And there might be one weird occasion where we might have one too many drinks and be like, Frogger! <laughs> Yeah, maybe (laughs) maybe we decided to try try crack and just we we're all together high on fucking whatever drug that we're not. I went from drink. I went drinks. I was like, yeah, if we have you know too many drinks, Connor's like, we have to be completely on meth to play this game. Well, I think that's what we're saying. I think that's how how much you know Tony Hawk Pro Skater beats out Frogger. All right, Tony Hawk moves on. All righty. Uh, four versus five, right? Sled Storm mm-hmm. versus Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. These are the two games I don't really know. So I need you guys to sell me on these games because I think it was this is Charles's game versus Ty's game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So look up. We, we were we were kind of looking at our games list and I talked to Charles about like, hey, I kind of want to be able to represent at least one game on each of our lists that's not quite in the other person's list, but something that you're like, hey, I, if any of my one games that we don't agree on is on the list, it would be this one. So we both kind of agreed that that was going to be the game. Um, like Sled Storm was one that Charles had. And I think I think I didn't have Gran Turismo on my list. And I think that was the other one. Charles was like, yeah, Gran Turismo should probably be on there. Um, but... But we'll get there. Charles, why don't you talk a little bit about Sledstorm? Sledstorm is in the same realm of racing as like uh, like um, MX versus ATV or okay. those types of games where rather it's with snowmobiles. Okay. Are there power-ups in this version or is it there just straight racing? Straight racing. Um, okay. There are tricks that you can do, um, okay. I believe, but a different. It's just racing, um, and it's and like there's like shortcuts you can do. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's boosts or anything like that. It's just all like acceleration. There's like a career mm-hmm. mode where you can boost up your and beef up like the handling, the speed, acceleration okay. for your for your. Um, for your snowmobile it's got an awesome soundtrack um, okay i forgot to mention that in our previous episode go check us out um but it's it's it is split screen so you do have that okay. going for you um how many players is it? is it just two or can you do four i think on the playstation one you can only do two players okay. unless you had the sony Brunchman. It's basically this. It's called the brand, the Sony Branchman, but all everybody, the people in England say Branchman, and I think it's hilarious. Um, okay, gotcha. So Branchman, yeah. So the Sony Branchman, um, but it's basically this boomerang shaped uh, adapter that you plug into the okay. first controller port, and then it would turn it into a four player. Oh, uh, okay. Port. Gotcha. Okay, so it was two originally, but it has the potential for more. Yeah, so you have to have the okay. adapter to play multiplayer. Okay. All right. And then uh, yeah. What so are are the levels like, you know, around the world, I'm guessing? It's kind of like a world tour. Yeah, yeah. Um 
there are places like the playing playing like the Alps um, and, and stuff like that. I mean, there's one level that I remember that there was like there's like a Yeti. Okay. Like, um, like something like that, chasing and go around the map, or like if you hit him, you get extra bonus points if he hits you or something like that. So, um, but yeah, it, it's it was a racer. Um, it was, yeah. I mean, pretty straightforward racing game. No, no power ups or anything like that. I mean, it's not too not too grand or special since it was on the PlayStation one, but I think it was ahead of its time just because it was on, you know, snowmobiles. So it's more of a realistic racer for snowmobiles. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Charles was equating it to like an MX versus ATV. That's why I asked for any power ups Mm -hmm. because I want to know no power ups. And I'm guessing like in regards to the maps, it's like, you know, you can go to different parts of the world, obviously where you can ride a snowmobile, you know, you're not going to do it in like, you know, Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and and I think racing games are always a good multiplayer. I mean, there's you're never going to go wrong. I mean, there's only a handful of games that I can think of that are like, yeah, you don't play this racing game with other people because it's not good. Yeah. Charles, As a collective, if you, ha- if you had to ballpark it, how many different uh, levels were there? Different uh, race courses. Just a ballpark. You don't have to be specific. Oh man! Um, like, are we talking eight or 20, is it like okay yeah, in the twenties? It, it was a good bunch. It was a good okay. amount. Cool. So there's variety to it. Just wanna yeah, yeah. And I mean, plus there, there's like there's like a mode in it too where like you're playing versus your ghost, which has like the best track record okay. for your character. Get your time. Um. Yeah. Time yeah. trials. Okay. Yeah. And there's like different CCs that you can play on, kind of like um Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Yeah. Okay. So, so it does have that aspect going for it. Okay. Good. Hey, great sell so far. Now we've got Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. Um, this isn't my game. It's not Charles's. So who's the fucking nerd who? Ooh, ooh, me, this me, one? me, me. Ty, um, can you tell me about Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, which is a, a mouthful? Um. So Super... Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo is a unique take on a fighting game. Um, everybody knows okay. Street Fighter 2, uh, amazing game. Um, but during we the time... Street Fighter 2. Yeah, who hasn't? But anyway, um, for those for those of you out there who are puzzle game players, um, Puyo Puyo was very popular during the time. Sega had kind of taken off with that style of puzzle game and people fell in love with it. So the people at Capcom wanted a response to that uh, style of game that kind of puzzle like two block clearing style game yeah. and they created uh, they created the puzzle final two turbo um, basically the way that it works is very similar to Puyo Puyo you have basically two crystals mm-hmm. that are attached to each other they can be the same color or different color and what you're trying to do is each time you set them down they'll fuse together if they're the same color so, for example, if you set two, if you set two yellows, they'll fuse together into like this little log. If you set two more yellows on top of that, it'll turn into like a brick and it keeps okay. stacking and you can get it as high as you want it to be. So you can have like a big, big column of a color. OK. Um, and the way to clear them are these like almost glowing like circle. It looks like an atom almost like a cartoony version of an atom. 
and you would get that and you have to place it next to next to it or touching that crystal color. So if you had that big yellow column and you have like that glowing yellow circle, you would place it next to it and it clears it. Okay. And it would basically take away health from your opponent and send them garbage if you were to continuously combo with it. Because sometimes those little circles will be by themselves with another color or you'll get two of them. That's like a green and a blue or a blue and a blue. And it allows you to clear more you know, lines at a time. Okay. So, and I, I just want to make sure. So the, the atoms or whatever you're calling them are different colors as well. So they're, yeah. So there's, there's, I believe there's five different colors. Okay. Mistaken. Let me look real quick. Just do And just to, I mean, obviously it's multiplayer. So, Can you do multiple or is it just a two? Two player. Okay. Yeah, so it's side by side. Um, There's four colors. So green, yellow, blue, and red. Okay. And then depending on which character you build, like you play, you can like string together certain combos that are stronger than others. So it's like, oh, a character's strong color is yellow and red and their weak color is green and blue. Oh. You know what I mean? So there's this element of like kind of playing in a certain way and stacking in a certain way, but you also send garbage to your opponent when you do big clears. Okay. And the the garbage, the way that it works is it gives you this metal box that has a colored number on it. And it's how many turns that block stays there until it turns into the, uh, the block color. So you can clear it by clearing a line. And if it's the same color, like you can still clear it out. But it's just more difficult to maintain because that block could block a, a certain chain and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's the type of game for me that, like, if I had a group of three or four people, you know, I would just kind of rotate through each time. You know, it's not necessarily a winner stays on. It's like, oh, I want everyone to, you know, play and have a chance to play against each other and stuff. And then eventually it's like, oh, OK, let's do winner stays on or, hey, let's do like a, a fun little bracket. You know what I mean? Um. But the thing that I liked about it was just it was so different compared to other puzzle games I have played. Yeah. And it it really makes you like excited when you play, mm-hmm. you know, when you get that big combo and it sends yeah. you this massive stat. I mean, you can get like. I want to say like three, two, nine, like 20 garbage blocks at once. OK, if you clear a really big combo and you could literally just top somebody out. Yeah. And so. OK. Yeah, and so then there's there's like these um, diamonds that you can get. And the diamond, if it touches a color, it clears all the blocks of that color. Okay. And so that can lead into bigger chains as well. Gotcha. Well, okay. Any more questions in regards to this game? No. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm trying to equate it to a game I played. So kind of like Tetris Attack, that that kind of vibe, right? Similar, vi- similar vibe to how Tetris Attack worked. Okay. Um, and there's a bunch of different characters you can pick from. I think there's nine, nine different characters. So like Ryu, okay. Ken, um, you can play as Dan, Chun-Li, Kami, um, Dalsum, pretty much all the basic Street Fighter characters you could think of. Okay. Okay, so they're Street Fighter characters as well. Yes, so it is Street Fighter. Okay. Yeah, all so right. it's... Yeah, so it was base. It's basically Capcom's response to all these play, all these yeah. big name companies were making puzzle games. And Puyo Puyo at the time, I think it was Puyo Puyo Two was taking off on the Sega Genesis. Like people were gotcha. in a craze about it. So their response to them was, "Hey, let's make a puzzle game very similar." Okay. 
Alrighty. Now I want now. So this, I, I believe we're at decision time here. Yeah. Uh, Ty, what is your choice? Are you sticking the puzzle with game. your hundred percent puzzle, puzzle game? game? Okay. No, no questions asked. I mean, I respect Sledstorm, and I actually played it because I wanted to give it a fair chance. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let me play it. Let me see. It's a very realistic racing game. Okay. I can see the fun behind it. It'd be really cool to play it with a bunch of friends. But for me, I think there's this spirit of competition that comes with this style of game that, you know, when you're first learning it, it's difficult. I mean, this is a difficult game for me. Yeah. Like it's it's something that I it took me a little while to understand. Okay, here's how to clear lines. You know, it was hard for me to figure out how to clear out the crystals and make sure that, you know, my board didn't get stacked up super high. So with that being said, why would you want to introduce that and play in a party setting if it's going to be hard to learn? It's easy. Well, easy to learn, hard to master. I should say it that way. You know what I mean? So anybody can pick up the game and, you know, oh, the blue blue one clears out the blue crystal if you have it touching the blue crystal. You know what I mean? It's something that, you know, you can play beginners like two beginners could play this game and it's going to be super super competitive and super fun because they're both at the same level and there's both this level of panic when you know garbage is dropped and Mm -hmm. you know all that kind of stuff so it's something that i really enjoy showing people because in it's a new game it's very different and this game also got a release on the switch so it's under the capcom fighting game collection and it's something now that you can play online with a bunch of people uh, through through the Nintendo Switch. Um, there's there's other means of playing that game online with people. Um, but for me, it's just it's one of those games that you can pick up and play and just have a lot of fun with it, regardless of the level that you're at. So long, you know, so long as the two people playing are, you know, in that spirit of competition, you know, it's not just like, yeah. oh, you know, we're just playing to play. It's no like, you know, you're both are playing they're playing to win and, you know, yeah. talk a little trash and have and have fun with each other, you know. Yeah. Charles, are you sticking with Sledstorm or are you choosing Yep. No. Super Fighter Jim? Staying with Sledstorm. So that makes me decide. You're the decision so- boy. You're the one who decides. Decision master. I am picking this one solely for the fact that I feel like there is less of a barrier to entry. I feel like there's a little bit more variety. And the big one for me, more people can play it if you do have the attachment. So for that reason, but that's I will if. choose, but I will choose Sledstorm. Just because of the, for me, it's mainly the barrier to entry is a little bit easier. And I'm a little bit more, if I'm in a group setting, impartial to race, racing games. Uh, Just to me, it's it's a little bit easier to grasp. Not saying that I wouldn't want to play that with you, Ty, but if we brought out Sledstorm uh, and Super Fighter, Street Fighter Turbo 2, um, Puzzle two, I would want to play Sledstorm. So I'm sorry. Enough, plus, like the, the cover of Puzzle Fighter two looks a little too uwu for me, man. <laughs> I will say the art style is a little strange. However, oh I, I, I just I really like the game as a collective, and it's one of those for me that I was introduced to it actually pretty late. Like mm-hmm. it was after college. English? What's that? Is the game in English? Yes. 
English and Japanese. But it, it was just one of those for me that like it was a lot of fun to play it with people, even people who didn't really have a lot of experience with the game. Like, you know, they they were able to play it. But I do agree that like Sledstorm maybe has a little more to offer in, in regards to just yeah. a general collective and, and variety, honestly. That, yeah. That's what I, I, I'm thinking too. Just variety and yeah, that's what I would want to throw on, you know, couch playing game. All right. And plus, like, like a lot of people, this would be last closing remark as well. Like a lot, I feel like people are more hesitant to play like puzzle games, matching games, just because they won't necessarily be good at them. Yeah. Time, I mean, just to say timing, if you had a much, as much time in the world to practice, sure. But I feel like a lot more people would be less hesitant to play like racing games, especially like when was the last time you played a, a racing game where you where you drove uh, snowmobiles? Uh, the only thing I could think of is Arctic Thunder, and that's the arcade game. Exactly. Exactly. And plus, it's just fucking cool. So <laughs> there you go. All <laughs> right. Uh, number three, Tetris Plus versus number six, Gran Turismo. Um, I can speak on Gran Turismo a little just because I, I played, I think, Gran Turismo 4. Uh, racing game, realistic, no power-ups, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, different tracks uh, racing all around. And in this one, could you have an attachment that like puts you in the driving seat? Or is it just like controller only? I mean, they they had controllers that you could use. Like you could get but a steering wheel controller. Yes, back then. Mm-hmm. Back really? then. Yeah, it was made by Mads Cats, and it was a piece of shit. But <laughs> you could do it. You could do it if you really wanted to. Okay. But and then Tetris Plus. I'm guessing regular Tetris. But is there anything else that it adds, Ty? Yes. Yeah, so in the in the multiplayer version of Tetris Plus. Basically, you have this explorer. It's basically like the the whole concept of the game is like you're in ancient Egypt and you have this explorer who's trying to get to, you know, the doorway to, you know, the the entrance of, you know, whatever temple or whatever. Um, And the goal is to get him to the bottom of the screen. And the way to do that is you clear lines in Tetris. Now, at the top of the screen, there's this like um, it's like this metal trap that has like um like what is it not yeah needles basically um that are at the top and it slowly comes down towards your your guy Mm -hmm. but what your guy does is if you have a line and let's say like you have like a little kind of build up and you have you know lines you have to clear out he climbs up it and then finds a place that he can walk on levelly so he has to be able to walk levelly back and forth if not he's going to climb higher and so you're trying to avoid him trying to reach the top. So if you're playing the multiplayer version, it's the first person to get their guy to the bottom. Okay. Hmm. And then obviously regular te- like battle Tetris as well, or is that the only multiplayer? Um, and then Charles, uh, just wondering for Gran Turismo, was there a attachment for more people or was it two player? I don't think so. I think it was two player. I don't remember a lot of Gran Turismo. Um, I just know it was hyper realistic for the time being. Yeah. Um, I forget what the race is called nowadays, where like uh, Formula One racing and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
at the time it was hyper realistic. It was more realistic than like NASCAR or anything like that, because um, you had to worry about like, like drift and uh, tire uh, wear and, and, and like road conditions and stuff like that. So it, I mean, Gran Turismo is known to be super like hyper realistic um, yeah. racing style. Um, I, I think it, it, it did have double split screen. Um, just trying to think what else it had. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just trying to, you know, obviously we're going based off of, you know, what we're playing together. So I'm just trying to think of right. what I, you know, is there that two player? Oh, I mean, definitely. Yeah. Let's see. Um, Going back to Tetris Plus, though, just because I was kind of looking and just making sure there's basically three games modes. So there's puzzle mode, like kind of the, you know, Mm -hmm. traditional Tetris mode. There's like your story driven mode where you're actually playing um, the story. Mm -hmm. So there's normal and puzzle mode. So normal mode is your story mode. Puzzle mode is playing just traditional Tetris and trying to score the highest you can before topping out. There's a two player mode, which is the versus mode. Um, And basically what it is, again, it's you have the explorer guy and you have basically a sequence of 10 different playing fields that you have to clear out all the garbage on to get your guy to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And it cycles through those 10 in different order each time. So, you know, you could start with field four, then go to field 10, then field three, then field nine, then field one. So it cycles through each time and then you continuously play, you know. Mm-hmm. You okay. basically continuously play. You, I think you can set the amount of wins. Gotcha. But, okay, so there's different modes to this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they have you, you could play like the regular story mode, and then you could do like a pass and play where like you know there's you know there's like oh you know you topped out and your guy got hit by the spikes. Okay, hey, mm-hmm. let's pass to Connor and let Connor try to beat this level because I think he might be able to beat it. Or hey, let's play normal mode and we'll we'll do like a score competition. So we'll each get you know two attempts to play or you know that kind of thing. But there's also a feature called uh, editor mode. Where you can actually make your own little uh, puzzle map for okay. for getting the guy. So what you could do is like, for me, I had a lot of fun with the editor mode, and so I made a bunch of different levels, and then had my friends try to beat them. And it's like, hey, okay. you know, so there, there, there's this unique form factor to, oh, okay, here, you know, I built this level, and it kind of have a, like a Mario Maker two vibe to it, where it's like, yeah. you know, you build a level, and it's like, yeah, I built this, and I, I want you to try to beat it. Okay. Uh, closing arguments now for each of yours. Charles? I mean... I mean, both are solid games. Tetris is definitely more known. I feel like mm-hmm. Gran Turismo... Um, it's a hyper-realistic game for... At, uh, at its time i mean the yeah. game came out 25 years ago and it, and it was and it, i think i was reading in there it, had, it 
was in implementation for five years before yeah. it came out, uh, yeah. which is crazy. Um, I mean, Gran Turismo, I, I mean, I was looking at like some pictures and like, I was like, oh, wow, this is so nostalgic just because like, I remember, I think it was one of the first racing games to where you can manually shift gears or something like that. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, and, and like, do like, and it implemented like drifting, like realistic drifting where you can like, like turn with the gas and hit the brake a little bit. And then you can like start flaring your back end out and start to drift kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was fun. I, I remember spending some time with it and stuff like that. Um, as far as like Tetris plus, I mean, it, I mean, it sounds interesting to the point where like, I don't know. Ty, did you say you, you can play multiple people at the same time? Yeah. So there's a two player versus mode and you basically, you both have an explorer and you're trying to get your explorer to the bottom. You're mm-hmm. trying to get him into the temple. Does it start off with like, like blocks already in there? Yeah. There's gar- there's a bunch of garbage. So there's 10 different variations that it can oh. go through and it's randomly selected. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I had never played Tetris plus or ever heard of it before. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that concept sounds pretty cool. You can go to any local video game store right now, and it'll be under $10. Really? Mm-hmm. I remember because yeah. I bought it because I had a PlayStation 2 for a while, and I was playing through the Sly Cooper series. And one of my friends who was working at the game store at the time was like, hey, this guy brought in this game called like Tetris Plus. I know you're the Tetris guy, and you know we want I, I want you to buy it. Mm-hmm. And you tell us what you think. And I, I think I got it for like $8 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun. It was really cool. And like the level editor was really cool. I got to have my friends over and like, you know, show them the levels I built and, and see if they could beat it. Um, but there's also this factor of like, I mean, you can play just the regular Tetris mode. If you guys are like, no, nah, we don't want to make it a competition. Yeah. Hey, you know, let's let's just play and try to get a really high score or, hey, let's play through the story mode and let's see if we can get to like the end game is you get to Atlantis and you're trying to build down to Atlantis and, and get the guy into Atlantis. Wow. Well, so. I, I have made my decision. Oh, I think you may have swayed my decision. Hooray! I, I actually was going to be choosing Tetris. Uh, Gran Turismo, I looked, they only have, the, the one thing that really like caught my eye of like, you know, kind of a, a, a negative, even though for the time, you know, hyper-realistic, it only had 10 race courses, which isn't that mm. much variety. I, I was looking it up. And, you know, with Tetris, I mean, you can, you know, pass and play, but the fact that there is a versus mode as well, you know, kind of shoots that up for me. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm choosing Tetris plus. Well, and also like the editor mode too is cool. Cause like you could, that too. when your friends come over, you're like, Oh, Hey, I built a couple levels. You guys should try them out. And then you guys can talk about, Oh, Hey. And then you guys can all build right. a level together. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it's an I, interesting concepts where you're trying to get to the bottom and clear all the debris from top to bottom i think like to get your guy cool. to the bottom yeah because you have a guy yeah. now you have to worry about him climbing up and not getting crushed mm-hmm. so tetris plus moves on i'm happy hey one of my one of my two games made it i'm i'm happy i so. mean you you sold it ty that's the thing for me i i'm impartial you know i i went into that thinking gran turismo was going to take it but y- you swayed me 
Mm-hmm. So. All right. We got the battle of the number one seed versus our number eight seed. So Crash Bandicoot 2 versus Tiger Woods 1999. I think Tiger Woods 99 was, I think it was iconic for some reason. I forget why. I know. I know that because well, my uncle, I remember my uncle has, we still have that game. It's in my grandma's garage in a basket. Like he has his PlayStation one and like, a handful of games and one of them is Tiger Woods 99. And I mean, it's iconic because Tiger Woods is on the cover. Like he's the most iconic golfer, I think in right. of all time. And so anything with his face on it, I mean, they're going to make, they're going to try to make it as quality of a game as it could be. And for me, I, I think it's just a traditional golf game. Like, I think it's very just straightforward. Yeah. It's almost like, almost like how the, the PGA tour games are now. Yeah. And so I, I think, listen, I, I love golf games. I think they're really fun. I think they're underappreciated. Absolutely. Um, I think they're, they can be really fun to play in a multiplayer setting. I don't know if it's more than two player, though. I'm looking that up right now. I believe, it, I mean, I wouldn't see a reason why it wouldn't be, but maybe hard, cool. hardware limitation. Uh, but Apparently, Tiger Woods 99, in the first 100,000 copies sold had an easter egg mm. where like where like you could put the disc into a computer and it would play some short film or something like that oh yeah Good figure <laughs> spoilers by the way well so i'm guessing you could play each other in a round of golf right probably two player i right? would assume so okay and uh, i wonder how many courses there were to play you know like obviously, I'm guessing like Pebble Beach, you know Augusta for the Masters, uh, probably where they play uh, the British Open. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. I, I I don't know for sure. Yeah, I I, I would I would make it as um, basically any golf game that you could think of. I mean, I I I think that it's just an iconic golf game, just because there was that little Easter egg and it has Tiger Woods on it. Okay, so there are, let's see, so there are five, five pro, different. yeah, five yep. pro courses. So, oh, Scottsdale, so the one where they play the uh, waste management, the waste open. management, yeah, yep. Summerlin, uh, Southwind, Sawgrass, so basically popular, okay. popular. So, golf courses and stuff so yeah so about five different courses okay and then crash bandicoot 2 what's the the sell for that so yes it is a single player game i can i can say that you know there's no multi i mean there's no multiplayer crash bandicoot okay but i think i think because or crash cart you think you have nitro cart right well, this is I the think, platformer, right? Yeah, this is the platforming game. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I think that in in the same context of the pass and play style game, I think this one actually is a really good one to pass and play because there's this level of, you know, Crash isn't, I mean, it's, again, it's an easy game to understand. You have a yeah. jump, you have a spin, and you move the stick. And you slide. Yep. I think I think was it Crash 2 or Crash 3 that introduced the slide? But anyway, 
Basically, you have a jump, you have a spin, and you have moving. Okay. And so, for me, like, that's something that, you know, in the basic element of a platforming game, where it's a pass and play, you're able to, you know, hey, I didn't make it through this level, now you pass to the next person. You guys can just have a good time, like, playing through each of the levels, kind of casually sit back and just have a good time, you know. It's not this, you know, intense game where it's like oh you know i gotta you know beat this boss and you all these items no it's like you're playing crash bandicoot and you're just jumping through the levels and running around and i i think there's this element of fun pass and play that can definitely be made like an argument for because yes it is single player but i think it's also a good pass and play game i can i can see that and i i'm guessing there's a little bit more variety level-wise. There's probably a lot of levels, right? Yeah, 25 levels. 25, all right. So that's that's a decent amount right there. Okay. Well, I mean, there's boss levels. There's currency. There's different lives you can accumulate. Um, I mean, I'm just trying to think. I think what? like... Like it was, it's it's a platform game, but also like there there's some. I think it was two point five D. I don't know if it was completely three D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's top down, so you're kind of behind him, and you're almost kind of on a linear yeah. track. But then it would also turn into like a side scroller. Yeah, I, I've seen gameplay of it, so I, I kind of know what to imagine. Hmm. Hmm. I definitely think, like, in regards to, like, because these are two very different feel-out really games. Are. It's really yeah. like, you know, you could be in the mood for a sports game and play golf and have a great time with it. But at the same time, like, imagine you and your buddies coming home from school one day. You guys are all going to your buddy's house. And it's like, oh, we get to continue to play on our saved progress, you know. Or, hey, like. I have my PlayStation one memory card. There's a PlayStation one at Charles house. Hey, I'll bring, I'll bring the memory card and we can continue to play at Charles house, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I think yeah. there's this fun element with crash too. Not that I don't like tiger woods 99. I have played tiger woods 99 and it is, it's a learning curve because it's a very realistic golf game. Yeah. But you can get the hang of it pretty quickly if you just kind of pay attention to how the meter works and how but, you know where you just strike the ball and everything and there's already that multiplayer function built in right well. so there is an element of multiplayer built into it but at the same time it's like it's a very realistic golf game and they're ve- they can become very difficult and i'm not making an argument one to the other but i'm saying the pros and cons kind of outweigh each other in the same way it's like yes the golf game's multiplayer but if you have somebody who doesn't have a lot of experience with playing realistic sports games, it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve. Yeah. Whereas like crash, I mean, it has more to offer to a variety of people that like you jump, you spin, you move, don't get hit by the enemies. And then you kind of have to learn, you know, when you break a box, you know, the big green glowing boxes don't hit those, you know, they say nitro on them and they're going to explode. Don't hit the big red TNT box, you know, but one player at a time. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm uh, falling. Do either of you know what you're choosing right now? Charles? I think I'm more leaning towards Tiger Woods. 
Just I'm, for the fact that it's multiplayer. It's not pass and play. I feel like if we if we gauge it off of uh, adaptivity, where you can like multiplayer esque and and sit down on your couch with your buds play play a game. I feel like Tiger Woods ninety nine has the more the adaptation than Crash. I mean, Crash is fun and and it's got like the different levels and everything like that, but it's only single player. So I think that may be more the approach that I'm taking. See, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. Like, I think that Crash is just such a fun game that, like, even if you are passing and playing, like, you get to give your buddy a hard time if he dies on a level and then you pass it to the next person. And you guys feel a sense of accomplishment together as pass and play like oh we all got to this point together we all did this together you know mm. it's it's something where and crash 2 is is also like a fun i think it's a fun challenge i don't think it's like difficult in any form i mean as you progress but through the levels it's, it's going to get harder meant, and harder it's not meant to be a multiplayer game right it's meant to be a sit down on your couch by yourself with a with a, a bag of cheetos and play by yourself I don't think that's necessarily true. Yes, it is. It does say single player, but that doesn't mean that you can't, you know, if you're with your brother who wants to play the game with you, you know, if you only have a certain amount of games, you are going to learn how to pass and play, you know, or you're going to do that little thing where you like put the second controller underneath the little controller port and pretend like he's playing if he's young enough. Mm. But I think for me, it's just Tiger Woods 99 is a, fun game i think it's just the learning curve to a realistic golf game can be challenging and it can be frustrating and i think with crash bandicoot i think the frustration level comes more over time because your first level in a crash bandicoot game is just very introductory it's teaching you okay here's crates you can break here's how this works and it kind of builds you to each you know to each like what am i trying to say here it builds your knowledge of the game. Whereas like in Tiger Woods, yeah, you could go into like, you know, the practice mode and like show your friends how to do it. And then, you know, you can explain it to them as you're playing. And like, yes, there is the multiplayer element, which I wish Crash 2 kind of had a multiplayer element in that way. It's not even co-op. No, it's not co-op, but you turn it into a co-op by being able to pass and play with the people around you. And both of you having brothers, I mean, you guys were in that situation where, like, yeah. you kind of had to, with single-player games, you had to be able to share it. Yeah. So I think the element of sharing that, like, that game and, and doing it with friends, it's just something fun. Like, it's just something that you can just have a good time with. Mm. So I'm on Crash. I'm on, I'm on board for Crash 2. All right. So my decision is purely based on what you can do with each other in the game. And to me, what I was thinking of for both of these games, there is one where you could create a tournament style and have different people play each other and whittle it down until there's one best. And I'm going to have to go with the upset here of Tiger Woods 99. And the only... The only thing, if there was a co-op, I would say Crash. 
But because yeah. there is no co-op, I have to choose Tiger Woods 99 purely for that reason. And I, I, I was, you know, you made some very good arguments, Ty, but the one, if there was a co-op, I would choose it. It's just, for me, the oh, pass I and play. I would have as well. The pass and play. But you make is, it co-op by passing the controller. But there's still that one person playing at a time. And with the Tiger Woods, you can create like a tournament style. And like, you know, me and Charles are going to play each other. And then you and, I don't know, let's just choose Marissa, you know, are going to play Good each one. other. The winner of that plays, plays each other. You know, you could you can make it like that. And just for that reason, I've got to go Tiger Woods 99. Okay. So we have our semifinals. So you got Tiger Woods, Tetris Plus, Sled Storm, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. So Tiger Woods, so just to be clear, Tiger Woods, number eight seed, will be facing the number three seed, Tetris Plus. Number four seed, Sled Storm, will be facing number two, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. I honestly think these are two great, are all great games. And I mean, next episode, I, you know, we don't know how this is going to go. Um, mm. Now that I, you know, have more familiar familiarity of what these games are and have, you know, made my choices with these, I, I feel like, you know, we're going to choose the real right one. And, mm. you know, again, this is not based off of how good the game is because I think you'll see, you know, upcoming in like our Switch games or even just in our Wii games. You know, there were games who, you know, 10 out of 10 for, you know, single player, but, yeah, like Super Mario Galaxy. That's that's a one person game mostly. Your mm. your second player is only going to be shooting star bits and collecting them. So, yeah. So, but we got to say thank you so much for listening today. Uh, we appreciate you all for listening. Please check out the Geek Freak Networks and their other podcasts. Frank does great work over there, and so do the other podcast hosts. Please just check us out on all social media platforms. Uh, we're on Instagram mostly. Uh, please follow us there, and you know. Let us know what you had in your bracket. Were we wrong in choosing Tiger Woods 99? Should Let us we know have chosen, your picks. Yeah, should we have chosen, you know, Street Fighter, Puzzle, Turbo 2, Teens? Uh, <laughs> or we did that? we miss a title? Did, did, did we miss a title that would be even better of a competitor for exactly. our our list? Exactly. But thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys on the next one for part two. Peace.